0: Service. What is up listeners? Welcome back to another episode of the full service podcast. I am Tank Smith, your host. Today is episode 95. Thanks for being here. Shout out to my guest from last week, Blythe Rex. Blythe, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. It was such a good time. Listeners, if you have not yet, check out last week's episode. Make sure you are following Blythe. She is on Twitter at mistress underscore Blythe. On Instagram, at The Blythe Show. I have links to both of those in the show notes from last week. Hit the show notes, click the links, show her some love. As always, you can find us on Instagram, on Twitter, at Full Service Pod. I am at TankFunkadelic. If you enjoy the show, make sure you are subscribed on whatever platform you're listening to us on. You'll be alerted as soon as those new episodes drop every single Tuesday. Ratings and reviews help so much for visibility for the show, so if you can, hit us with a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, write us a review, I will read it on the air, and I'll love you forever. Send me a screenshot of your review, and I will send you however many podcast stickers you want. I will, (laughs) I'll send you 40, Uh, (laughs) I will not do that, but uh, maybe like five, you know, because that's, I love, okay, it really helps us out. If you want to support the show, the best way to do that is through our Patreon. We are at patreon.com slash fullservicepod. Each month, we have at least one Patreon-exclusive episode you cannot hear anywhere else. Also, if you subscribe to the alcohol tier of our Patreon, you will get a free month's OnlyFans subscription to Friend of the Podcast, Sophia Soma and Sweet Haley Grace. What are you doing? Subscribe to the Patreon, patreon.com slash fullservicepod. Today episode 95 so excited my guest is Atlanta based companion Mylet Charles we sat down like less than a week ago and recorded so it's fresh it's new we uh talk six flags we talk we discuss what's happening this summer we talk karaoke we discuss Cruella we might have spoiled it I don't know spoiler alert either way but uh, We discuss her passion for helping the elderly, helping children. We look at her start in sex work, dancing at a club in Atlanta when she was 18. We look at the Atlanta strip club scene. We talk companionship, getting into companionship, going independent, establishing herself, her experience as a black woman in sex work. She gives advice for dancers. We look at the future, where she sees herself. So much fun. Shout out, Milet. I appreciate you coming on the podcast follow my let she is on twitter at my charles on instagram at just my let and her website just i'm gonna stop talking i hope you enjoy my interview today with my charles thanks <laughs> Welcome back, listeners. It's Tank Smith. I'm so excited for today's episode. My guest is an Atlanta-based companion, Mylet Charles. Mylet, thanks for being on the podcast. Oh,
1: you're so welcome. My pleasure.
0: I'm excited. I'm excited. Like I feel like it's not very many people like to where I think I initially reached out to you like a little over a year ago, January yeah. of 2020. Yeah. And now, now it's happening. Yeah. It's happening. This is yeah. great.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was, I was, I was kind of skeptical, and I was, you know, just at that point, I think. I had only been back on the scene since the previous August. Okay, okay. So I was kind of like, just wanted to stay in my own little corner of, you know, the business. And then I think, um, who was it? It was a, a mutual lady that we're connected with on uh, Twitter. I,
0: mean. I know Cherith tweeted about the podcast.
1: No, Recently. it wasn't. It was um... Sophia. Yes, Sophia Lorraine. Yes, shout out to Sophia. Yes, yeah. she got me here. Fuck yeah! Shout out to her,
0: Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> listeners. We are currently in Atlanta. How do you like Atlanta?
1: I love Atlanta. I've been. I'm an honorary peach.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. So
1: I graduated high school here, but I'm a military kid. So okay, people ask me where I'm from. They'd be like, "You don't have an accent." And I'm like, "Well, I'm from everywhere." And then they look at me funny. And then I was going to say, "I was born in California." Okay. My parents are from the Midwest, so yeah. Okay,
0: <laughs> well, you've been here for a little bit. Though. Yeah, yeah, Hell yeah, yeah. What uh, what's something you can recommend? What's some what's something good to do in Atlanta? Can you recommend for the people?
1: I, I like to be out I like to be in the mix In the middle of things Okay I do I've recently taken up A lot of sipping paints Okay Karaoke
0: What's your go-to karaoke song?
1: I might be ashamed to say It's a, it's a Lil' Kim song Okay But I have to be kind of uh, tipsy To like really get into it Okay Nice <laughs> Hell yeah <laughs>
0: My go-to is uh, Friends in Low Places Okay
1: Yeah Who's that by?
0: Garth Brooks. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see that. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: a good song, not bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so sip and paints, you got a uh, karaoke. Mm-hmm. What uh, uh what else? A lot
1: bands. Like ba- cover bands. Okay. Yeah. Hell
0: I, yeah. I don't
1: I don't have a specific one because I've just like since everything's opened back up, like my favorite restaurant is no no more. Oh, really? So, like, everything that... A lot of things that were, are, are no more, as I'm saying. So I'm having to find a lot of new things to do and get into. I
0: feel like there's so many places that, like, just during the pandemic, just, like, couldn't... I mean, Mm -hmm. you got, like, a year of being closed, and it's like, we can't... Especially still having to pay rent in Atlanta. They drown. With these prices. It's like, it's no more. RIP to all those restaurants out there. Hell yeah. My, uh... My favorite, well, oh, the last band I actually saw was a Leonard Skinner cover band. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Yeah. Pretty good. Recommend.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think I've seen a lot of, because um, Atlanta is like a hot spot. Yeah. I've seen a lot of traveling cover bands. Okay. I don't really know too much of any local cover bands. Yeah. So I, I'm open for any suggestions. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: People write in with the cover bands. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know we're kind of like, hopefully on the back side of this pandemic, you know, hopefully. What's something you're excited to do that you haven't done in the past, like, year?
1: Going to the movies. Oh, okay. I have still not been to the movie theater yet.
0: I went time. to the movie, like, two days ago saw Cruella.
1: Now, see, I sat in my bedroom and watched Cruella. What'd you think? It was good.
0: It was good? Yeah. Those fucking Dalmatians. I, and
1: I, I I was watching it with a um with my nephew, he was like, and, you know, he's watched the original Disney. Yeah. And he's like, and, you know, in, in the movie, they kind of, she kind of makes a joke about eating the dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the people around her are like, is she serious? And he looked at me, he was like, so did she or did she not?
0: <laughs> See, I felt like the dogs in the new Cruella were just like vicious Dalmatians. Yeah, I was yeah. like, yo, hey, what's up with these dogs? I thought they were yeah. sweet dogs these motherfuckers got fangs
1: but then at the end of the movie she like left ran off with the dogs like they were her dogs
0: yeah yeah that was pretty cool but
1: I think like the original Cruella like skinned the dogs for like fashion yeah I
0: don't think she definitely didn't like the dogs yeah or like like, have them as pets and stuff
1: yeah so oh yeah (laughs) they have their right to be different I liked it
0: yeah yeah (laughs) Do you have any, I know summer's kind of coming up. You got any plans for the summer? How, what's happening this summer?
1: I am out. I Right now, I'm probably about three shades darker than I will be at Christmas. Nice. I went to Six Flags yesterday. The day before that, I was at Whitewater.
0: Nah, damn, you're living it.
1: Two weeks ago, I was at the beach. Nice. <laughs> so, I'm just out out in the sun
0: so i haven't been to six flags since you know these are like inside cuts if people just like don't live in Atlanta, or don't know georgia they're Mm -hmm. like what are they talking about Mm -hmm. what's your favorite ride at six flags i have not been since like goliath okay goliath is sweet
1: it is it's 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 literally the biggest roller coaster i think in the southeast okay but definitely at at our six flags yeah yeah yeah
0: see i'm a fan of suit they still have superman the superman ride were you d- laid down d- the lay down roller coaster? I didn't see it. Mm-mm. Oh man!
1: And I know when we first moved down here, my favorite one was the ninja.
0: Okay, ninja's I, good.
1: I don't know that it's still there. That shit was rickety
0: though. <laughs> that shit, like
1: that shit. <laughs> it was. I, I your head just
0: be bouncing like back and forth. Like the ninja was one of those rides where it was like it hurt a little bit when you got off.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But it was fun though. Like, yeah. It's it's always. I'm always front of the roller coaster person. Are you? Do you have a specific, like? Are you? Do you are you in the back? Are you in the front? Or are you just going whatever sp- yeah. spot on the roller yeah, coaster you I'm, get? I'm
1: just there. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> See, I'll wait a little bit extra so I can get that front seat. Oh. See, I fuck with the front.
1: Yeah. Well, then I think you're. You sound like a thrill seeker. You sound like a someone, little bit. Would you go skydiving?
0: I would not. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I'm just too fat to skydive. <laughs> but if I were to lose weight, what? Then Has anyone told you that? See, I looked it up and, you know, <laughs> I'm on the, pre- I'm on the cusp and I gotta, I gotta make sure that I'm well underneath the, the minimum okay. requirements.
1: Now I did feel bad for this one lady. I think on the, it was the first couple of rides, one of the first couple of rides that okay. went on and they made her get off. The, <laughs> the lady was like, the lady was like, I'm sorry, your thighs are too big. And I was like, oh my God.
0: Oh man. Yeah. See, that sucks. See, that's why I used to have a joke where I was like, I don't want to be too fat to where I can't ride roller coasters mm-hmm. anymore, because that is a tragedy, right? man. Mm-hmm. Like, tra- roller coasters are so great. Yeah. Sick. Whitewater. I haven't been to Whitewater in forever, either.
1: I had never, as long as I've been here, I had never been to Whitewater. Really? Yes. So that's why I said I'm I'm out there. Hell yeah.
0: This year. Hell yeah. <laughs> you are a fan of, see, I saw this on your on your website and you're a fan of Indian food, right?
1: Yes, give me all the spices. All what the curry. do you
0: have? A dish? Do you have a? Do you have a favorite Indian food?
1: Um, butter chicken. You butter can chicken. Never go wrong with butter chicken. Hell yeah. Um, tikka masala.
0: See, so I made actually made chicken tiki masala for my dad on Father's Day,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and he loves it. Good. But my mom, she was going around telling everybody that we actually was making chicken marsala. Which is like an Italian thing. <laughs> yeah. She tells a neighbor, she's like, he's making chicken marsala, but Indian. And they're like, what? <laughs> so- yeah, she confused the hell out of This <laughs> <It's just> not-
1: <laughs>
0: You are a reader as well. Yes. What, uh, what are you reading right now? What's, what's
1: going on? I'm into uh, the Iceberg Slim category right oh, now. Oh, shit. Yes, I'm currently on his book entitled Trick Baby.
0: What's, that one, what's What's happening to Trick Baby?
1: It is literally what the title says. Okay. It's about this young man who, his mother, he came about, his mother was a prostitute. Okay. And so, um, the neighborhood kids, when he was growing up, teased him, and that's the name they had given him. Oh, okay. And he, um they were in an urban setting, I believe in New York, or somewhere on the East Coast. Yeah. And... It was very obvious how he came about because he looked so much different than all of the other kids, should I say. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I read, like, half of Pimp, Mm -hmm. and I was like, this motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. And
1: it's like, it's fiction, but you could tell, like, Iceberg grew up around that type of thing. Yeah. So he, like... Really knows how, yeah. to, how to write what what he's. Writing. I was like,
0: "Oh my god, this is hard!" Like Jesus, <laughs> this is an evil guy. This is, yeah. this, is <laughs> this is not a good person. Like, just... <laughs> what uh, what's something you're passionate about?
1: Well, children and elderly people. Okay. I want to eventually start a nonprofit um, dealing with elder abuse cases okay. and child abuse cases.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Did you see? There's a movie that recently came out. Uh, I don't know what it's called, but it's like this movie on Netflix where this lady, she's like a lawyer, and basically will get the, I guess, the power of attorney over these old people and And steal from them. Steal from them.
1: I did. I was so. Oh my gosh. You you wanted to jump through the TV. Oh my god. it was like it was like based on a true story. Yeah, like it, she—it was really Roman. Uh, like that's a real thing. Like mm-hmm. all you have
0: to do is get a judge that'll be like cool with this, cool with this lawyer giving mm-hmm. him kickbacks, and then it's. But like, she got
1: what was coming to her.
0: Oh, she did. Mm-hmm. She did. You know, <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen the movie, yeah, she gets it. Yes. Yeah. But no, it's a serious thing cuz it's like elderly people they they a lot of people that they, they don't have family and they can they have, be
1: very naive. Yeah.
0: yeah. They're like why would this person take advantage? They seem like a really nice person, yeah. you know.
1: Yeah. And not just that, like I'm talking like elder abuse like people who may have an older family member living with them. Okay. And they just have them there. To collect their check, oh, and shit. they're not really taking care of them as they should be. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense. See, I work, I work in healthcare, okay. and I see these cases, to where they'll be so neglected, they end up in the hospital, and they may be infested with bugs, mites, have bed sores down to the bone. And they're just dropped off and left until they're discharged. That's horrible. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I feel like a
0: nonprofit or something to where it's like, you're able to like help do some, I mean, some kind of way, you mm-hmm. know? Cause it's like you live your whole life and then like right at the end, you just kind of get like shit on or It yeah. sucks. Yeah. You know?
1: And it's like, you would think when you say, when people throw out, DFACS or DFCS. Okay. You think of what?
0: I guess like proud protective services. Children. Yeah.
1: But the the F stands for family. Uh, okay. So, it should also include elder abuse. Yeah. But it's very underreported. Damn. Yeah. Man.
0: Shout out to the old people listening <laughs> to the podcast. Yes. Yeah, I know there's I know there's somebody out there that's like 75 and up. What up? How you doing? <laughs> Write us a review on Apple Mm Podcasts, if you know what that is. Hey. (laughs) Mylet, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. You're (laughs) welcome. Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, I always try to start at the beginning of everyone's kind of like sex work journey, right? Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you can remember your first exposure to sex work at all?
1: Well, when we first moved, well, when my family and I first moved to Metro Atlanta, my dad had a part-time security position off of Fulton Industrial. Okay. And, of course, anybody who's been in Atlanta for even maybe even a small period of time know that Fulton Industrial is... There's plenty of strip clubs, uh, sex shops, uh, ladies walking the street looking for company, that things of that nature. So... We only had one vehicle at the time. So when my dad had to go to this job, my mom didn't want to leave me at home. So we would all get in the car and take him to work. Okay. And I would see all of this going on at 12, 13. Okay. Okay. So when it came time for me to graduate high school and I was in a position where I wanted to move out of the house... But I didn't necessarily have the income to sustain myself. That was the first thing that popped up in my head. Oh, I can go over here and try and get a job in so and so's club. Okay. And that's exactly what happened.
0: How was it did you did you know any people? Like I guess so you started like dancing, I guess? I did. Did you know any people that are in that world at all? Like are you No,
1: it was just like head first, just dived in. I was I was so great. I remember my first day. I actually the interview when I talk, when I talked to the house mom. She looked at me and she was like, "Are you sure you want to do this?" She was like, "You don't you don't seem like the type of girl that, you know, is ready for this like yeah. you 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 need to have basically she was telling me I needed to have some type of backbone okay and, I, <laughs> and I, I admittedly I surely did not but I was educated and hipped very quickly. okay so I talked her into it got hired and I remember my first day it was on day shift. She put me on day shift. <laughs> I walked out on the floor and I got a guy waved me over. I walked over and he was like, Why don't you give me a dance on the next song? So the song that was playing was in the middle. It we went off and I got up to dance for him, but I didn't take anything off. Okay. <laughs> and <laughs> the manager was walking around, he was like, You you know, you, you gotta you gotta take all that
0: off. <laughs> <laughs> Had you been to a strip club before? No. This is okay. This is
1: literally I literally started dancing. It may not have even been a week after my 18th birthday.
0: Oh, so you're like just newly 18. Yeah,
1: newly 18. Oh, shit. I knew nothing. All I I had on my mind was I need some money. Yeah. Straight up.
0: Did you have any kind of idea, like even like going into the strip club of like what that would be like at all? Or are you just like solely mind blank? I'm going to do this. Let's do it. See Mm -hmm. what happens.
1: Yep. That's amazing. And <laughs> I mean, it, woo, yeah.
0: Do you feel like, I feel like there had to have been like a learning curve or like a waiver period. Definitely. What was that like? What was that like?
1: I mean, it it was, it was heavy from guys whipping stuff out on you while you're turned around, um, girls getting in fights and cutting each other.
0: And yeah. Like- drugs. Did, was anybody there? Like, I guess at the beginning, is anybody kind of like helping you out? Like, does anybody say, like, okay, she's new, let me help her out? Like, no, are you, you no. s- there's none of that. Like, there's, no, no, it's like, not
1: where I was. <laughs> you're just like, on, you're on your own yeah. doing this. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's basically competition. Oh, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, you're the new girl, you're fresh meat. Like, stay away from my my regular.
0: Damn. Yeah how is it so you're 18 dancing in a club i feel like when you're 18 like nobody has any money Mm -hmm. nobody like no 18 year old is balling you know how is it like dancing in a club making that kind of money while i feel like you have a better job than everybody else you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. you know how how's that
1: i kept it no one knew I i didn't tell any of my close friends no one knew um i didn't go out and i didn't go out and ball Basically. Yeah. So it wasn't really apparent. Oh, okay. I guess I guess they just thought that I held on to my, schol- my extra scholarship money. Okay. Because I, I graduated with honors and I got scholarship money. I got hope. So I got money back. And I guess they just... It wasn't questioned okay. where I got the money. Yeah. At least by my friends. Okay. Now my parents, on the other hand... <laughs> yeah, because they, the, they know what the situation is. Yeah, you know? yeah. So they actually... They actually ended up hiring a private investigator, and they found me out.
0: Oh, shit. Yeah. How was how that? Like, I guess them, like, um, being like, hey, we found, we know what's going on.
1: It um, It kind of put a rift between us, because my mom wanted to blame my dad, because again, like I said, I ended up dancing because he told me I had to move out.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay. If
1: I didn't go to this school that I got a whole full ride scholarship to, when I was going to school for free in Georgia with hope, yeah, my thing was free versus free. Why does it matter where I go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can. I'm living in your house. You've got eyes on me. Why can't I stay home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Maybe it's like you know, 18 years. I mean, it's been a lot. It's long enough.
1: No, I think his thing was he knew what Atlanta.
0: Oh, okay. What Atlanta
1: had to offer. Okay, and he wanted to get me out of that scenario, possibly. Okay. Instead, it just pushed me. Drove, into... drove you
0: like directly into yeah. that. Yeah. Are you like? I always wanted. Like, do you have a history? Like, I guess of dance before that. Like, are you
1: professional? Yeah. Okay. I danced like ballet tap jazz since i was like four
0: Oh, okay okay cool yeah. so you're so you're you're already good at dancing yeah
1: no i wasn't just up there with no rhythm because i know some yeah. <laughs> people like i've talked to
0: people before and they're like i wasn't really a dancer that i just started and like
1: it was like that no 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 no
0: okay so no. you so you, you knew what you were doing yeah. at least dancing yeah, okay. yeah yeah okay
1: i had to learn to pull though how hard is Which that is, it is difficult Okay. You have to have a lot of upper body strength.
0: See, here's I'm trying to do this shit on YouTube, right? Where it's like I do different things with sex workers, mm-hmm. and I want to do pole dancing. Do it. Me and somebody do else. Do it. We pole dance, mm-hmm. and this is gonna be good. I want to see it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh. So I went to Magic City, I guess, like last weekend for the first time.
1: Mm-hmm. How How'd you like it?
0: I loved it. Yeah. Amazing. Mm-hmm. The butts. Yeah so great <laughs> <laughs> everywhere. amazing. what do you have a favorite strip club in Atlanta?
1: <sighs> man, everything's changed. i'd have to say platinum. platinum? platinum right now. Yeah. okay. yep.
0: okay. what's it so i guess you worked at a few different spots in Atlanta, right?
1: oh man, don't make me go down the list. yes, i <laughs> i have. i've worked on Every side of town in Atlanta, in a club. Okay. Yes.
0: See, I saw. See, I haven't been to Blue Flame.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I want to go. Is Blue Flame good? It's. She...
1: It is. It gets outrageously packed, though. Okay. I'm talking like, ridiculously packed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I actually, that was the last club I went to. Okay. And ironically, me and a home girl went there like the week before Atlanta shut down. Okay. Had a blast. Nice. And had some guys try to stare us out of our seats because we had prime seats right in front of the stage.
0: Just trying to stare you out of the- Yeah,
1: s- yeah. Like, they posted up right in front of us smoking and was just staring at us. And I was like, dude, you're you're not intimidating no. me. I'm going to sit right here until I'm good and ready to go. <laughs> Damn. Yeah.
0: See, the last, I guess the last club I went to pre-COVID was like Follies in like March mm-hmm. of last year.
1: And they are no more. No RIP Follies. Yes. Moment of silence for Follies. Okay. That's enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> how, uh, so you dance for a while, right? Mm-hmm. How does, how, I guess, how, what's the progression between that and I guess getting into companionship? What's that kind of look like for you,
1: I guess? How, like, what did it look like for me?
0: Yeah, like, how'd you, I guess, how'd you, how'd you transition from dancing to...
1: It was a slow roll, I guess you could say. Okay. I guess the strip club is also a prime location for scouts for um, adult films, okay. um, adult magazines, and then general so-called managers.
0: See, what's a manager going to do? Mm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, see, I didn't know since I, I didn't talk to anyone. Like, I kept to myself. Like, Is this
0: even the whole time? Like, pretty much yeah. dancing? It's yeah. just like you by yourself, yeah. not like...
1: Yeah, because it's, it's so... We're in Atlanta. And the clubs that I danced in, it's a girl-eat-girl world. Like, you know, dog-eat-dog, it's girl-eat-girl, and I'm not talking the good kind of way. Damn. Like, I've had money a whole money bag stolen from me. Sick. We're talking six hundred dollars.
2: God.
1: Gone. You you trust no one. So I stay to myself, you go in for your shift, you make your money, you leave and you go home. That's that's it. Okay. At least for me. Yeah. So <laughs> but I met a scout and I actually did a solo photo shoot. For a magazine Okay It's now defunct Called Hot Chocolate
0: Nice (laughs) I like the sound of that magazine Yeah
1: And It was myself Two other Atlanta area dancers And two OG Adult film ladies I think I don't want to get sued If I name their names But um, Very recognizable names Okay And at that time I never watched porn I, I was so green I didn't even know who they were <laughs> like after the shoot, I was talking to one of my male friends and I was, he was like, well, who all was there? And I was like, Oh, it was a couple of other dancers. And then this lady and this, lady. he was like, Oh shit, you got to meet. I yeah. was just like, <laughs> okay. So, but it made it to print, but it never made it to distribution. Oh, uh, okay. So like, I've got a copy, oh, but nice. like, if you like Google it, it you can't, can't be found it? Okay, at all. And I'm kind of glad for that. Yeah. Yeah. So I never did any video. but And that was the only shoot I ever did. Okay. Yeah. So after that, I had a so-called manager pick me up. And that was a nightmare. When I say (laughs) I've gone through every stage that you could possibly go through before becoming independent. I'm talking this guy had me... Audition, so to speak. Yeah. Which it total taken advantage of. Yeah. And then he had me go out with him to a club and was basically trying to pawn me off. Okay. Saying, Oh, I know a spot. We can go there and I can see if some guys would like to, you know, spend some time with you.
0: Do, are, do you know what, do you know what he's talking about at that point? Or are you like, yeah, I know what okay, he's talking okay, okay. about. And I'm
1: thinking, I was kind of skeptical. I'm thinking, mm, okay, you know, yeah. So I go. It's unsuccessful. And while we're there, in the middle of you know the hoopla, he looks at me. He was like, um, "Do you want some candy?" And I was like, "Oh no, I'm I'm not really that big on sweets." Yeah, totally green <laughs> He was like, "No, I'm talking about Coke." I was like, no, I definitely don't want any of that <laughs> So yeah, it was it was a very steep learning curve for me
0: <laughs> It's like I thought you knew what I was talking about. Yeah, I did not <laughs>
1: And um so that was the last time I saw him and then I met another guy and he was he was legit. He didn't want he didn't ask for anything in return. Um he would screen clients for me, advertise. The only thing, he was real old school, older guy. Okay. He wanted me, he wanted to meet me after every meeting that I had so that I could give him what was due him. Okay. <laughs> Which <laughs> and that was it. Okay. And that was cool for a while until I think he got caught up with something else that he was involved in and I never heard from him again. <laughs> which then led me into researching everything for myself. Okay, And starting from scratch.
0: Did you ever feel like when he leaves are you like how am i going to do this by yeah. myself?
1: Yeah, yeah. I literally was on Google.
0: Okay, just like how to,
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: How what how, how, what's what's the timeline like? I guess like how long ago is this?
1: Well, see, I've had I've had a couple of different monikers. Okay. So I haven't always been my let. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um. So, and I've been in and out of the industry. So over the past ten years. Okay. So, I'll say from the time he dropped off from contact until I created my first persona on my own, it's probably about three months. Okay. Okay. Talking website, advertising, and all that jazz. Okay. And then. I was still kind of rocky on the amount of clientele or, and quality. Okay. So I tried to also get on with a couple of agencies. Okay. And I had a bad experience with that. I got on with the agency and, and I think they did me so wrong. I think they knew what they were doing. They were like, oh, yeah. And the, she did. I thought it was weird. She didn't ask me for any ID. She didn't ask me for.
0: That sounds like a trafficking operation.
1: Well, she like she was a legit agency. Like yeah, I, yeah. I had seen her on the internet and her girls' advertisements and everything. But number one, she had, and I thought I this, this would be a good fit. There were she had no black girls. Okay, at her agency, so she didn't ask me any questions. She was like, "Oh yeah." Um, I've got a client in two hours. Can you see him? And I was like, yeah, I, sure. You know, I'm thinking maybe I can, you know, butter her up. Yeah, yeah, Show her that I'm reliable and everything. Yeah, I'll, I'll be there. And I get there, and this guy's a total douchebag. Damn. He tries to pressure me into everything possible. And it's like, oh, all the girls know me. I'm good. I'm saved. And... I didn't give in on anything, finished the session, gave them what was due to them, and then I never heard from them again.
0: Really? Mm Mm-hmm. They never, yeah, she definitely, she she definitely knew what she was doing. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like, and I feel like, I feel like this guy probably had already had a reputation. Yeah. And she just wanted the cut.
0: Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Damn.
1: And then I tried a couple more agencies, and the, the next lady straight up told me, she was like, she was very blunt. I was like, damn. She was like, um, oh, sweetheart, there's not really um, too much of a market for black girls, just like an oversupply of you guys. Really? And she literally said it like that. I was like, okay. Damn. Yeah.
0: How is that have you experienced most, like much of that in the industry to where like, people tell you like you're black, you can't do this, or you're black? That's
1: no, but I it, I know I know there's a clientele difference. Okay. And I, I don't tour. So I'm I'm pretty much stationary. Okay. In Atlanta. So I feel like as a black lady companion, uh, most of my clients, seventy five percent are also black themselves. Okay. Or other flavors who black women are just their thing. Okay. Like we're just like the shit to them. Yeah, yeah. And then the other 25 are self-admittedly um, lovers of all women.
2: Okay, okay. So, oh, yeah.
1: I feel like it, it kind of, I feel like at times it kind of puts me at a disadvantage over other ladies, but... You know, it is what it is. Yeah,
0: I feel like there's advantages and disadvantages to everything. Yeah, to where it's like people are gonna love you just because of certain things, and then but also, but it is like racism is a real thing. Yeah, like that's and, thing. And,
1: and, and racism is a thing, but I also feel like maybe some clients may be skeptical.
2: Okay, um,
1: and then have stereotypes in their mind. Okay, when coming across ladies such as myself. And they're not too sure that I can carry myself in a manner that would be to their liking. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah.
0: How is it like, so starting going independent, like solely on your own, how is it like, I guess, establishing yourself doing that? Like, did it take a while to establish yourself or how, what was it like establishing yourself on your own, I guess?
1: I'll say it it did take a while. I started, uh, especially rate wise, because... I know. It it's a lot going on in Atlanta. So you have to you have to stand out and then there's a lot of um bargain hunters, should I okay. say? Yeah. So I've raised my rates twice and I'm about to do it again simply because it's just a lot of um just a lot of riff raff, should I say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So and it's it's just really annoying at this point, and I really just don't have time for it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you feel like when so when people hit, when people hit you up to contact you to like book right? Do you feel like people they people know what they're doing when they hit you up, or is it all over the place? Or what's
1: it's all over the place? Like I think we all as ladies love when you get a, a veteran gentleman and he hits you up. and He's like, hey. I've researched you. I've seen your availability. Um, What do you need? Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. Perfect. Yeah. I tell you what I need. You give it to me. We're going to have a good time. Yeah. Then there's those who see one ad and a phone number and they just text the phone number. Yeah. Hey, are you available? Okay, you can visit my website. Yeah. Has a whole calendar with my listed availability. Or, "Hi, what are your rates?" Again, here's my website.
0: <laughs> they're on the website. Yeah. And it's like
1: it's like they're they're lazy. And it's like at some point I don't really want to meet with someone if if you're not going to put in the work to research yeah, yeah. what I offer, my personality cuz the information is out there. Yeah. So, you know.
0: Do you have any, I guess, do you have any advice for a client potentially wanting to book a companion for the first time? Do you have any advice
1: for a client? Main advice is read, read, read. Read her website thoroughly. The answers to most of your questions that you have, nine times out of ten, can be found by reading that website. Be polite. Do not be graphic. Talk to her as if you would your hairstylist wanting to make a hair appointment. Okay.
0: <laughs> Somebody has used that exact same analogy. It's like mm-hmm. if you're scheduling a hair appointment, it's yeah. like just do the hit to hit him up like you would. I want to schedule it this time, this day. Yeah, hey.
1: this time and this day. Not I want to see you in the... 45 minutes. Like, can can you call your hairstylist and get an appointment in 45 minutes? No. Uh, yeah. So, plan. Plan. Yes. Read and plan. Okay. Yes.
0: Oh, yeah. Do you ever, like, in a session when you're seeing somebody, do you ever feel pressure to live up to a client's expectations at all?
1: I do, but it's not in a bad way. Because sometimes I'll get the emails and the guy will be so hyped. Like... He's done the research. He's read my reviews. He's or he might have even been referred to me by a friend. Okay. He's like, I'm I really wanna see you. I know that we'll have a good time and then it's just like, whoa. Oh, okay. You know, okay, so now I I gotta, now you gotta I gotta d- bring deliver. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you feel like it's changed over your career? Like just I guess the the living up to expectations? Do you feel like it's it's been different, like, say, entering the industry versus, like, how it is now?
1: In some ways, yes. And both good and bad. Because okay. um even over the past couple of years with COVID and everything, I feel like there are ladies, well, it's not a feeling. It's, I know, for a fact that there are ladies who are bending rules and... Lowering their standards because the pool has kind of shrunk a bit, making it harder for other ladies who refuse to bend on their standards. Yeah, yeah. How
0: was how was I guess how was the past year for you like with COVID happening and
1: I I saw a dip, and but I also had um, a pretty good base of regular guys. Okay, that's that all. I you I saw. Yeah. They kept me. They kept me going, but I'm not a full-time companion. So it really wasn't okay. a big big hit for me.
0: Well, do you ever see yourself going full like I'm going to Do you see yourself ever quitting your job and being like I'm going to do no. sex work full-time? No. Nope.
1: No. It's too stressful for me. <laughs> too stressful?
0: <laughs> too stressful. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a favorite like I can think of like probably the best time I've had with a companion, right? Mm-hmm. Do you have a memorable date you could share with the people? Like, maybe a favorite date, or even like one you've had, but then also, what's a perfect date for you? Like, if you could have a perfect date.
1: Um, a perfect date, for me, it, it, could, be, it could be a lot of things. It's just the level of company that a guy could provide, and um, the level of comfortability with them as far as um memorable date that i've had um was a spa date we, okay we, we ran the gambit we went to the spa early in the morning then we went to lunch at canoe okay then um went shopping
0: see <laughs> i like this date already i'm like yeah, take yeah, me on this date. yeah
1: <laughs> but all of these things aren't required to have a quote-unquote perfect date yeah yeah it's all about the atmosphere and conversation things of that nature okay oh yeah yeah chemistry yeah,
0: yeah. i feel like chemistry has to be it's a big part of the it. the number one yeah
1: yeah because you can only fake it so much
0: yeah
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least at least for me yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just be like really interested in something just so boring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
1: At some point, yeah, it's just.
0: So you sell plastic cups? That's cool. Just like, <laughs> yeah. Just, the whole time, just like plastic cups. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I've I've had a couple of those, and it's just yeah. like I'm 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 straining to yeah. keep it going. It's like I can't do it. <laughs> Feel like
0: it's so. There's only so much weather talk that can happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know?
1: So. <laughs> and it's it's just it's just a breath of fresh air when you can just organically, just flow through the date. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hell yeah. I feel like so. what no matter what your job is, I feel like not every day is going to be like a good day. Mm-hmm. What are some, I guess, challenges or maybe frustrations you have within companionship?
1: Wasting time. Okay. Time wasters is that happen- how how is that happening a lot It is. I
0: know a lot of people tell it, me to say like I,
1: it's and I think it's 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 gotten worse over the past year or so. Really? Scammers. Oh my god. I'm scammers almost had me to the point where
0: Are people I'm, trying to scam you or just yeah, other other yeah, okay.
1: Yeah. They'll reach out and I have my phone number all over okay. the place. So they'll text me and the scammers have me ready to take my phone number off everything and just be strictly email. Yeah. But they'll reach out and initially act as if they want to book a meeting. And then all of a sudden they'll hit you with the, send me a picture with your ID. And it's just like. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Yeah. And it's like, there's certain, and what they're doing is there's, there's certain, websites that in order for us ladies to advertise that is what they need yeah so these scammers are trying to get ladies selfies with their id so that they can then post fake ads on these same sites to then scam guys uh. <laughs> it's a whole circle wow. yeah yeah
0: wow i never even thought about that yeah Scamming one people to scam another. Yeah, set and people. because
1: and I found I realized this because there was a guy <laughs> I tried to I, I was bored one day. This was like a month ago, and he asked me for my selfie and ID. I was like, okay, let me let me just play with him a little bit. Yeah. So I said, well, you, how about you send me yours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the grammar. In our communication, they clearly English is not their first language. Yeah, it never is in It's in never the no, no. Okay, so he's and he sends me this picture of this white guy. I'm like, this is definitely not this person that's yeah, texting yeah. me. <laughs> this picture of this white guy with his ID, holding it next to his face.
0: Yeah, not you, dog <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, this is me, baby. And I was just like... No. I
0: do like fucking with scammers, though. I do like wasting scammers' times. That is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm.
1: And then, what was it? I, another guy. I posted it on my Twitter. He, um... I ran with it for a little while. And then I sent him... He, oh, he said, send me a picture. And I googled, um, middle finger. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I copied and pasted a picture of a middle finger and I sent it to him. He called me a whore in his language.
2: Okay. I didn't know
1: what language it was. Yeah. But I copied and pasted it into Google Translate. Yeah. And then I insulted him back in his language.
0: Nice. (laughs) see now that's they, good. Were, they
1: were cussing each other out back and forth <laughs> for like three minutes in whatever language she was speaking that's
0: like the slowest insult thing ever it's like well let me look this up okay i'm gonna do that no Please.
1: google google translate works yeah. really fast oh really yeah okay there, there was no lag I was oh on nice <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's hilarious <laughs> how long have you been on social media
1: not long. I, I've had my I've had my Instagram longer than I've had my Twitter.
0: Okay.
1: Or I might have created them at the same time, but I didn't start posting on my Twitter until probably the beginning of this year. Okay. Like, it'll say, like, if you look at it, it'll say joined in, like, some time ago. Yeah, yeah. But I never posted on it until the beginning of this year. So, okay. Yeah. How is it, I guess,
0: how has it been... The sex work community on Twitter is, like, huge, you Mm -hmm. know? How has that community been for you?
1: Um, I don't know. I'm having a hard time. I mean, I I haven't figured the trick out. Like, you see some people that have got, like, thousands of followers, and everybody's interacting with them, and I'll try and like and follow, and people won't follow me back. I mean, that's their prerogative. I'm I'm not down yet, but I'm just like, what? What is it? Do they not like what, me?
0: Or? What's what's the <laughs> the method, I guess, to yeah. get like all these I don't know. Okay.
1: And then also I've noticed there's there's bots, plenty of bots. Like when I get follows, I will actually check to see if it's a real account. Yeah. And then if it's not, I'll delete it. Yeah. And you go on some people's and they've got like twenty thousand followers and 8,000 of them are bot yeah. accounts, so.
0: because it's so funny, you can buy followers, like what am my, this dude I used to know in, in uh, North Carolina that did stand-up. Well, no, stand I'm, not, up. I'm
1: not saying they bought them, I'm just saying they're just like bot accounts. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. So,
0: yeah. They're the worst. hmm I get added to groups all the time, to where it's like, some, hey, sexy, come click yeah, here, Yeah. yeah. you like, no.
1: Or you'll, <laughs> you'll click on it, and it's just the account, they just... They've just posted a whole bunch of pictures of horses yeah
0: <laughs> so that's not a bad account though yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I'll see an ads we talk, spoke about this a little before so I'll see an ads you know no AA for mm-hmm. no black dudes mm-hmm. How do you feel what do you, do you how do you feel about that What do you think?
1: To each her own I know some instances where that has a ar- arisen arose. Horizon, <laughs> um, out one. of a bad experience. Okay. And then, of course, there's also those who are, who have arrived at that preference based upon stereotypes. Okay. So, I mean, I love y'all, black men. Hey. So you know, Shout out. come see me. Hell yeah. But, you know, to each her own.
0: So I was thinking about this. So I interviewed, like, one of my friends, black dude. He's a client. and But the one thing I didn't ask, like, I feel like as as a black person, right, everybody, like, you might be the only interaction that somebody has with a black person. Mm -hmm. And they might take that out, like, Mm -hmm. take that experience and assume that all black people are like this based on the experience they have with you. A singular experience. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of times, like, I... Not try to be better or try to... Maybe I guess I could say be better, but I feel like that's not a good... You fucking, try to
1: overextend your... Yourself. No, I just,
0: I just... If I know that this might be the only experience that somebody has with a black person, maybe I want to make it good so that they don't have some weird like, fucking thing in their head yeah. about what black people are, <laughs> right? Yeah. Do you ever feel like, as a black woman, say, somebody's never seen a black companion before... They're not a black person. Do you ever feel like I want to make this good so that they'll think that?
1: I don't know if
0: I'm projecting. Like, I project a lot, maybe. Is that a thing? Is that a thing?
1: I mean, it might be for some ladies, but I I never. Okay. I'm not. No. Okay. I'm not thinking too hard on that. Okay. I'm going to be me. Hell yeah. (laughs) That's all (laughs) you can be. While being black, I'm going to be black until I die. (laughs) I mean, you can like me or not. Hell yeah! But I'm a good person.
2: Okay, fuck yeah. <laughs> <And> I mean,
1: <laughs> I mean, I've I've heard those stories where it's a singular experience and it just ruins it for for them for the rest of their life. Like my dad, he'll tell anyone this story where he had a coworker and he was just always badgering him, and they couldn't get along. And finally, one day, he said, "Hey, man, like." What is your issue with me? And you know what this guy had the nerve to tell him? Like what? He he really let this come out of his mouth. He said, man, when I was eight, I'm talking, these guys are in their fifties now.
0: He said, when I was eight. When I
1: was eight, this black boy stole my bike. And my dad was like, are you serious? <laughs> he was like, man, I didn't steal your bike. <laughs> So yeah, there's there's definitely those cases out there that one bad experience just puts them off for- forever. <laughs>
0: yeah. He's like, "Man, I would have voted for Obama but that fucking dude stole my yeah. bike. What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't even vote cuz I couldn't bring myself to do it. <laughs> yeah,
1: and and then they don't they don't even see how how absurd that sounds. Like, yeah. Literally I did, I did not steal your bike
0: <laughs> and it's like especially since we've had interactions before mm-hmm. you like know who I am or mm-hmm. what I'm about yep. I'm not that kid that <laughs> took your bike
1: <laughs> yeah 42 years ago.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ that's <laughs> yeah. that's so funny <laughs> what uh what do you feel like the some misconceptions might be that you know the general public has about sex work or about sex workers?
1: That we are out to break up happy homes and steal husbands we're husband stealers.
0: I feel like you make marriages happier or like better I, I, yeah you know
1: yeah I would say so. I mean he's may not be getting it at home but so but he wants to stay. yeah he just comes elsewhere to get that little slice that he's missing
0: cuz i feel like it's even like it's such an like a it's such a no strings attached thing cuz it's like if you're going to go out and like hook up with like a civilian or whatever mm-hmm. there's got to be had this whole relationship yeah. thing before yeah. this it's a and like this whole hole thing
1: that you can get down to doing that, that way yeah
0: but i could just see somebody once and it's like you are never going to call me and try to be mm-hmm. like oh what do you do like yeah. it's 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 like not that at all
1: yeah so yeah i think i think that's 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 the big one okay and i even saw surfing twitter maybe like a month or so ago there was this whole account i think it had the word feminism in in the handle Oh, okay and they were like i think um if we're all going to be great women i think that sex workers should um demand that their clients notify their partners that they're saying I was like, "What? <laughs> they, they demand it, and then they're not going to see them because yeah." I was it. like, "No, like that." Number one, that's not our responsibility. Yeah, yeah. And they were basically putting it on us as companions.
0: That's ridiculous.
1: Like this man is. You're a-
0: not soliciting people, right? People are coming to you for a service. There you, go. you know,
1: but they they weren't hearing it. So, yeah.
0: but I mean, <laughs> I feel like at that point you don't want to really. Hammer, here, here. Try to hammer it in. Yeah. Yeah. What do you feel like your, like, I guess, favorite and least favorite part of uh, sex work is?
1: Oh. um. Favorite is the the lasting friendships that, that can be obtained. I've made some good friends, of course. Um, unfortunately, no female friends. Really? Like I tried. Like I've asked a couple of girls questions and be like, Hey, you wanna go to lunch? Maybe we can go to lunch sometime and then we've never gotten to lunch or <laughs> anything. <laughs> but you know, I mean, um and then the worst part, I don't know. Pushy pushy men. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They'll they know how to present themselves before a meeting. Okay. And then once you're in their presence, they just flip the script. And it's like, oh my God, you're trash.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't ever want to see you again. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck that. You can put a dollar amount on me for me to see you again. Yeah. 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 Do
0: you feel like sex work has helped in any other aspects of your life?
1: Well, I think as far as when I exit the industry and have a civvy relationship, I will be more open and cautious as to how I operate within it. Okay. Because we hear a lot of stories about what's going on in households. Okay. So I feel like a lot of us will make this, being in this industry, is going to make us a superb wife or significant other for someone one day.
0: How do you so you so say you're not in the industry anymore, mm-hmm. you're in a relationship with somebody,
1: mm-hmm.
0: how do you feel about them seeing a companion?
1: That's that's the thing. I don't I don't if I would want to know. That's it. Okay. The sneaky shit? Yeah, yeah. No, and I can't that's, I feel
0: like the openness, it's like we're together of this. Yeah. Like if you know about it, we're yeah. Like it's,
1: yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And um I I think I was having this conversation with one of my guy friends. It's always a guy friend. Unfortunately, I don't have any female friends because they always look at me funny when I tell them this. Um, but I was like, uh, any relationship after I exit the industry, I I feel like I would have to inform them that I used to be in the industry. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: Have you told any, like, I guess have, have, have any people that you've told, like, reacted negatively about you being in the industry? Mm-hmm. How's that been?
1: Like What do you mean? Like like guys or friends?
0: I guess friends.
1: Yeah. They've stopped talking to me.
0: Have have any people been like, oh that's totally awesome. <clears throat> like I support you and shit like that, or has it been Just the men. <laughs> just the
1: it's just the men. All the women are just like, ooh, <laughs> you whore. <laughs> every,
0: every said god damn.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Kinda makes me sad, but it is what it is.
0: Yeah. Haters out there. <laughs> The haters.
1: Well, I'll say I came from a strict background. Okay. You know, like in church for one thing or another, four days out the week. Four days. I mean, choir practice, midweek service, Sunday service. Okay. Whatever. See, we had to go on.
0: There. We had to go Wednesday, Sunday. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sometimes Sunday night. Sunday mm-hmm. night is a little too much. <laughs> but okay. See, I, okay, I understand it
1: now. So then, most of my friends came from that. World, there. Well, yeah. Okay. So, okay. Yeah.
0: Then they're like immoral, mm-hmm. immoral, bad, yeah, yeah. bad. Okay. You're going to hell. Yeah. Yeah. That
1: type of
0: thing. Well, you're like, but I'm making people happy, <laughs> yeah. and I'm paying off these student loans. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, well, I like the student loans, but still, yeah, terrible.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, basically. So, what? Uh, so. So you so you you so you dance don't work the companionship. Do you have any advice for someone that wants to be a dancer, specifically in Atlanta? Because I feel like probably dancing in Atlanta is probably different than a lot of cities. Got Any advice for somebody wanting to, maybe who's in the same position you were, eighteen years old, wants to be a dancer? Any advice for that person?
1: Save, 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 save. I I, I did not save. When I say I ate, I ate my money, literally. I would eat out breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Hell yeah! <laughs> we're, we're we're going, we're going to. Yeah, you are spending out spending $150, 200 dollars a day on food, four days a week. Incredible on food. Yeah, <laughs> that's like not even weed. I'm like that's that's amazing. Yeah, and, oh, and and that's the thing, being that young and coming from the background that I was in, I didn't drink. I didn't smoke. I didn't do any drugs. Yeah. I ate it. That's incredible. <laughs> I ate my money. Yeah. So.
0: Did you have a favorite like restaurant back in the day that you're like, this is the best dinner spot or like.
1: Splundivits. Okay.
0: Yeah. Divots is good.
1: Yeah. I, I lived in Splundivits from 18 to 20. Nice. <laughs> Hell Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Okay. Save? Is there anything else? Any other?
1: Um, Don't let the guys distract you. I did that. Okay. (laughs) I did that whole thing. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. How long
0: do you see yourself in sex work?
1: Oh, I don't know. It depends. Like, some weeks I'm like, man, next I might hang it up today. (laughs) You know? Um, But I'll cap it at Maybe three years, three back years max. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Where are you twenty 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 six five years from now? What are you doing? Where are you at?
1: I am out of the industry. Okay. And focusing on my own business endeavors.
0: Okay. Hell yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. my I pr- I appreciate you coming on the
1: podcast. You're welcome.
0: It's been so much fun. Hell yes, yeah. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Where can the people find you on social media?
1: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Mylett M Y L E T T E Charles. Okay. You can catch me on Instagram at Just mylet Okay. Also, my website is JustMylett
0: dot com. Charles on Twitter. Just on Instagram. People follower. Hell yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I need more followers.
0: Hell yeah. I, pre- I really appreciate you coming on the podcast.
1: Thank you. I'm glad I finally got here.
0: Me too. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, we will be back. Later. That was my interview with Mylet Charles. Yo, shout out Mylet. I appreciate you coming on the podcast. That was so much fun. Listeners, she just plugged it. You can find her on Twitter at Mylet Charles, on Instagram at let. and her website is JustMylet.com. I'll have links to all of those in the show notes from this week. Hit the show notes, click the links, give her a follow, show her some love. As always, you can find us on Instagram, on Twitter, at Full Service Pod. I am at Tank Funkadelic. If you enjoy the show, make sure you are subscribed on whatever platform you're listening to us on. You'll get a little notification as soon as those new episodes drop every single Tuesday. Ratings and reviews help so much for visibility for the show, so if you are on Apple Podcasts, hit us with a five-star rating, write us a review, I will read it on the air, and love you forever. I'd really appreciate that a lot, that helps us out so much. If you want to support the show, the best way to do that is through our Patreon. We're at patreon.com slash Each month, we have at least one Patreon-exclusive episode. You cannot hear anywhere else. If you subscribe to the alcohol tier of our Patreon, you get a month's subscription to the OnlyFans of Sweet Haley Grace and Sophia Soma. What are you doing? Subscribe to the Patreon. This has been episode 95. I appreciate you being here. We will be back next Tuesday. Oh boy, what's happening? My guest is Chicago-based companion, Heather Riley. We recorded a couple weeks ago. Super stoked for y'all to hear this. That is on Tuesday. I uh, hope everything's good wherever you are. Happy Fourth of July, if you're into that. I will uh, see you on Tuesday. Later. Full Service.